I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thanks to Trade Coffee for supporting the morning stream. With Trade Coffee, you get fresh, roasted, and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. And Trade Coffee ships free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Right now... Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, Hakuna Yortadas. Pilf, podcaster I'd like to friend. Brian was the crazy neighbor the entire time. The rough is on fire. The mayor is an ass. 50 ways to describe your boobs. Elmo's glue. Don't talk about Fight Club soap. Large, fluffy black man. Indian penile court. The eyes have it. You're somebody's ASMR. I could do something cool or I could just eat a bag of chips. Someone does have a dog in this race. Meatloaf support group. Hanky Panky reading with Amy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Can we all just get can we all just get along and forgive one another, please? Whoever's out here, who's ever out there, when y'all if y'all hear this, please forgive me and forgive forget and forget, please. Holy shit, look at them donuts! about a booby you know the guy's got talent this is the morning stream good morning everybody welcome back to tms it is thursday april 21st 2022 i'm scott johnson that's brian ibbett hi hi how was your four how was your 420 how did it end for you Oh, it was great. Uh, close the windows, keep the uh, the the smoke, the, uh, yeah. the green cloud, as they call it in uh, in Denver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kept it out of the house. Yeah, no, you know what? I didn't even hear anything about about the event downtown. It, it's almost like like it was a non a non deal, right? Like I know what happened. I know that they had their big four twenty event, but. Uh, yeah, to my knowledge, is like, yeah, all right, we're, you know, we had it. it it's was, normalized now. It's just normal. It's normalized, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's as it should be. They should vacate all, anybody who's ever been in jail or is currently in jail for uh, for consuming uh, marijuana, they should all Pos- be let out. Possession and stuff, yeah. yeah let them out. It's dumb. It's yeah. dumb. You may as well, yeah. you may as well uh, put them in jail for having a beer. That's stupid. <laughs> Uh, so, hey, we're all here. Uh, this is the show. We're doing it. And uh, as you know, uh, today's the last day of the proper show week, uh, although we do have a PM tomorrow. Uh, 
film sack this weekend. All sorts of you know stuff before we leave. But, so much fun. Yeah, yeah, but Vegas is next week, man. This is this is happening. God, it is. So here's what yeah, you can here's expect. The sad thing. Yeah. Don't think about this part. A week from now, it'll it'll be all over. Like you know, there will be some last kind of fun things that people are doing there in Vegas on the Thursday. I'm gonna be probably sleeping in after staying up watching same sex Mary play and the mm-hmm. Acid Sisters and all that. But sure. Uh, sure. Yeah. So don't think about that. Don't yeah, think don't about, think about like that. that, that- yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't think about that. But here's what I was going to say. Uh, for those at home who can't come or whatever, this obviously looks like a, a dismal TMS content week for you because you're not going to get new shows every day. Mm-hmm. But rest assured, we'll be capturing audio. We'll be doing you know some stuff. Uh, possibly that live show gets recorded. I don't know how yet, but maybe. Mm-hmm. And if it does, then that'll go up on the feed. Like, we haven't forgotten about right. you. Okay? Oh, yeah. No, no. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to put on as much stuff. Scott and I will probably just, you know, we'll we'll grab a corner at some place and, uh, and say, hey, let's record five minutes of stuff for the, for the feed or something. Yeah. Like maybe that. we'll even do one, like a little chunk of something every day, you know? Yeah. Let's, just let's a plan little, on. like, you and little... I will plan. We'll make, we'll make time, Scott. We'll make time. Yeah. We'll there, make time. We'll if, do something if there's, at the, uh, if there's not pool. time, we'll manufacture the time and make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Pool time. There's going to be pool time. Pool time. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I'm saying like at the pool reception thing on Monday, we'll have some time to just say, hey, everybody, we're here for DMS. Blah. That's right. We got something to put up for, uh, then we yeah. got something to put up for Tuesday morning. Yeah. That's going to be a nice Monday warm afternoon. day that day. Oh, the weather's going to be good. I've not even looked at the weather. So what do we got? We what, got uh, uh, 65 low, high of 90 something. Oh, nice. nice and dry, you know, dry heat. Oh, mm. it's a dry heat. Yeah. It nice. is a dry heat. All right, cool. Yeah. So anyway. <clears throat> Lots cool. of cool stuff coming our way next week, and uh, we'll keep you folks at home informed. Okay, all right. And we'll be in uh, Pacific time, Pacific daylight time. Oh, that's right. I always forget Vegas is back to another zone. They, they is, yeah, or they is. It always, <laughs> it always, ha- it always has been. Right? That's never not yeah, been. Yeah, they've always been that. Yeah. For whatever reason, um, I never think of it until I'm there, and I'm like, oh yeah, right, we're an hour back. But I never. It never occurs to me that they're not in the mountain time zone. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, yeah. uh, Utah yeah. and Colorado, Arizona, all agreeing right now saying, hey, let's push this uh, permanent daylight saving time bill through. We're only waiting on New Mexico and Idaho. We can't all, we can't, uh, all do it. No, we can't do it until we are all agreeing to do it. How and come? So got, what's the holdup for New Mexico, for example? What's their deal? I don't know. Um, New Mexico tried to push this through four years ago and it died in the house or something, um, if I remember correctly. But uh, I'm hoping that, well, I think everybody's hoping that, you know, we've got all of these other states kind of saying, hey. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There we go. The New Mexico Senate approved a daylight saving bill earlier this year, not four years ago, earlier this year, but the measure died in House Committee. Oh, so does that mean we're screwed with them? That ain't happening? No, no. Okay. It, that was that was earlier. We're gonna we're gonna really you know we're gonna push. We're gonna do okay. the uh, let's make this happen. Yeah, the uh, the full court press yep. on uh, New Mexico. <clears throat> hey, New Mexico. We're gonna we're gonna Listen, we'll, uh, canvas homes. We're gonna knock on your doors, give you flyers. Don't make us come down there and throw pizzas on your roofs. Yeah, you don't want any more of that. You've had plenty of that in the past. You don't want right. more of that. So let right, me ask exactly. you this about uh, 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 Dave, real quick. Back on four twenty, did Dave did Dave partake <laughs> in four twenty at all? Um, not to my knowledge, mm. but we didn't see them at all yesterday. We, uh, I've been so busy getting stuff prepped for 
Vegas that I don't think I've even left the house other than a bike ride uh, every day this week. <laughs> oh, well, that's, uh, you know, I here's the here's the thing. Like Dave, yeah. Dave, you told me Dave had kind of um, chilled out some, right? He has considerably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's maybe less, he's less crazy neighbor right now. Yeah, he's more sane, grounded neighbor. Uh, it's cra- it's, uh, it's kind of sad because I modeled um, <laughs> my level of crazy on. Well, at least I'm not crazier than Crazy Dave, and right. now yeah. I'm starting to catch up. Yeah, what do you have now? Now you're going to be the. What if you're the crazy neighbor now? I might become the crazy neighbor. Scott. Oh, it might be shit. happening. Yeah, it might actually. Brian. Might actually come to pass. Brian was the crazy neighbor the whole time. I know. I know. <laughs> I was the. Was, I was Tyler Durden the whole time. Yep. It, it, that was you. You were never Brad Pitt. You were always the other guy. Right. Uh, or no, it's the other way around. You were never the other guy. You were always Brad Pitt. This is what I meant to say. That's right. Uh, sort of. Yeah. I think it was always Edward Norton, isn't it? it Edward Norton's Edward a normal Norton form. is always Edward Norton. Right. Isn't that the deal? Is it Edward Norton is, is, it, is normal Brad Pitt form? Brad was always imaginary. Yes, I think. Yes. But, but if you were in the room with, quote unquote, Brad Pitt, you were really in the room with him or with uh, right. the other right. guy. With Edward Norton. Edward Norton. The narrator. Yeah. I think that's the deal. And then Correct. there's that time you walked into a room and bumped a table and it had a wiener on it and it shook. Do you remember that? <laughs> I think it was on top of a dresser. Yeah. Yeah, that was a scene I could not get out of That's, my head. It's just crazy. Like I could ask you to name five other scenes from that movie, and <laughs> okay, I'm here. let's do it. All right, all right, five, all right. five other scenes. scenes from Fight Club. Here okay, we go. That are not him banging on a thing and watching the wiener with wiggle. The, okay. With the wiener wobble back and forth. So let's yeah. say it's not that. Uh, next this scene. This is a 23 year old movie, Claire. I think we're okay to spoil it. Oh yeah, we can spoil it. It's it's a long time ago. So in the Okay, here's the scene. <clears throat> They're all in a, some sort of basement place fighting. Okay, I remember that. Okay, all right, sure. Uh, I remember there was a scene toward the end with a big window at the top of some building somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody got pushed out or blown out of the window. I don't remember. There was a big window scene thing toward the end. Do I have that you, right? You were, you were right until you said somebody went out. Nobody went out of it. Were, yeah, they're <laughs> basically standing in front of a, a picture window watching the bombs go off on all the other buildings, the financial system getting destroyed. Okay, and then and then I got nothing else. That's really all I got. <laughs> I can't remember anything else. But that uh, but that uh, wiener rocking on top of the, the, the dresser is uh, oh, forever in your... Yeah, and I couldn't get out of my head. And now anytime I see, what's her beak? Uh, uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Hel- sure. Helena bo- bong- Bonghole Carter. Whenever she's in any <laughs> other thing... I go, oh yeah, that movie with the wiener on the thing. I can't think of anything wow. else. I know. What about the support group with Meatloaf uh, and, and pulling uh, Edward Norton's head in between in between his uh, prosthetic boobs? I forgot or, uh, all about Meatloaf being even in that movie. Or Edward Norton it. beating the crap out of himself in his boss's office so that he can pin it on his boss. Oh, or, I remember that. That is a scene I remember. Okay. Making lye soap and burning themselves with uh, with the lye. And uh, Oh, I almost said soap, but I was afraid it would just be the cu- the the poster of the hand <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah what about the scene where where brad pitt holds up the bar of soap and it says fight club on it <laughs> <laughs> i do that all the time with movies i try, I try like that to scene in star wars where luke skywalker is holding a lightsaber straight up and princess leia is laying down next to him uh holding his leg <laughs> yeah like some kind of uh, freaking what's that remind me of uh, like a Boris Vallejo painting, you know? <laughs> right, yes, exactly. Well, that's all I remember. Wiener on the desk. Okay, all right, all. fair enough. Dresser, sorry, dresser. I love wiener. that movie. That's probably one of my 
easily in my top ten. Might even be in my top five. I uh, think movies of all time. I feel like it was the the movie that everybody went. Was that pre or post seven? I don't remember. Seven first. Oh, it was um, post seven. If that was Ooh, that's after, a really good question because yeah. because uh, one of those two yeah. movies I think are responsible for his big blow up. Yeah, nineteen ninety five was seven. Uh, Fight Club was nineteen ninety nine. I think seven wasn't it? Ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, ninety nine. Yes, ninety nine okay. was Fight Club. Ninety five was seven. Saw so it with my buddy Andrew. He also mm-hmm. only remembers the penis on the thing. <laughs> Apparently, I well, sur- okay. As long I, as that's the case, yeah. Then. I only surround. I surround myself <laughs> with like-minded individuals. I suppose. I suppose that's what I've done. Right. Uh, anyway, so there's that. Hey, quick uh, email from Canada. We gotta we gotta check sure. in with our Canadians. Uh, play this. Canada. We got a uh, an email here from Amy. Up in Canada. Oh, cool. Yeah. Is it Amy, uh, A-N-T-P Amy? Uh, those were the days, Amy? Amy for us? Uh, possibly. They only signed Eight it as Amy. Amy? Yeah. yeah. It only says Amy, Amy. So who knows? Okay. All right. So says, hi, Scoot and Boot. I feel compelled to defend Scott and Brian's pronunciation of things. If you are local to the area, I understand your, uh, you pronounce names uh, in a certain way. However, don't go getting all offended when someone pronounces things not how you like them to. It's not their fault. Gotcha. Look okay. at this defense. I like this. Thank you. Thank you very much. They don't live there. So uh, ha- uh, Hakuna, your Tata's people, she says. <laughs> she says also with the uh, how to pronounce Craig debate. I just say Craig. It's just how I do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. D- do you have different geographical regions pronounce people's names differently? So quit getting offended. It's all about, or should I say, uh, all a boot since I'm Canadian. How a region's language and accent develop over time. As a Canadian and uh, sorry, as, as a Canadian and pronounce roof differently. I think it means and I pronounce roof differently than Brian does. What do you say? Say say that word. I say roof. Roof. Yeah, it's up on the roof. Yeah, there's a hole in the roof. I say roof. Do I say roof? Yeah. Hold on. You say roof. We have to get up Even on top though, of the roof. Yeah, I say roof. I think I said roof earlier when I was talking about throwing pizzas on your roof, like. For whatever reason, maybe it's it's a the and the kind of thing for me, even though it shouldn't be. Like how you how you say the end because it begin end begins with a vowel, but the beginning. Oh, I see. What you mean. The, and I don't know what what would make me say roof versus roof. Roof. Like, uh, if I <laughs> well, just say, oh yeah, I'm gonna go put that up on the roof. But yeah. I say I'm gonna throw a pizza on your roof. Maybe it's because it's like I'm making a joke. I say roof because it's funnier. Because it's know. funnier. Yeah, I don't know. Or or just its context, like. Uh, yeah. You'll, you'll always say roof for for the pizza reference, and that's yes. just how it is. It's just in you. <laughs> that's right. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. My dad said roof as well. I don't know why I started saying, or why I say roof and not roof, because my dad yeah. always said roof. roof. Yeah, if I'm singing the song, I say, the roof is on fire. I'll say, the roof is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no water. Let the ever ever burn. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome uh it says here uh or she goes on to say uh canadians tend to pronounce roof with a oof as in my uh, as in oof my toe i stubbed it where brian pronounces it rough uh i don't or she says rough but i think it's more like rough roof 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 it's different um i don't get my panties in a twist about different things it's regional thanks uh amy from canada so thanks amy we appreciate it. That's the most angry Canada Amy, thing Amy I've ever Frost, heard. by the way, I, I discovered, thank you, Tally, is not from Canada. She's from Boston. But because of Ake Willow, I associate her with Canada because that yeah. that uh, her, that show is about someone who lives on the border between the U.S. and Canada, I believe. 
Uh, Tally says, rest your chest, calm your... Hold on, I'm going to read this. Calm, uh, rest your chest, calm your tits. Uh, Hakuna your ta- tatas. Chillo your pillows. Soothe your boobs. De-stress your breasts. <laughs> slack your rack. Wow, okay, all right. Look, that comes with time. That rack slacking. Those were those were all the original lyrics of uh, 50 Ways to Describe Your Boobs by <laughs> Paul Simon. Uh, they had to change it. It was a different time. You know? Just ask your best, Jess. <laughs> Stack your rack, Jack. <laughs> I like Just s- listen to me. I think slack your rack is funny. I think, I think really it is good. too. Yeah, slack your rack. I, I, that good. sounds made up, Tally. I don't know about that one. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we also got an email from Nikki, who uh, is going to see us in Vegas, and said, Dear yeah. Scott and Brian, I have a way to elevate your shakshuka that will blow your mind. This is the stuff Kim made the other day. Mm-hmm. Get a nice fluffy pita and put the shakshuka in egg in there and make it a sandwich. Top it with tahini, mm-hmm. which is sesame paste. Bam. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Credit to the place around the block who makes this for 14 bucks, but it's still worth it. Enjoy and see you in Vegas, Nikki. Oh. Yeah, man. I, pff, that sounds good. I mean, we did have, we had, well, it was non, but it's kind of like pita non, like small little nons. Uh-huh. And I uh-huh. did do, I did do kind of a taco based sort of oh, nice. deal. So I think yeah. I, I think I got close, but I didn't have the sesame paste. I know, know the teeny. Yeah. Sesame Paste was my favorite kid show growing up. I really liked Sesame Paste. <laughs> Can you tell me how to make how to make some, some Sesame Paste? Ten. Take some <laughs> seeds, mash them up in a mortared pestle. Oh. <laughs> uh. And that last part, <laughs> the last part needs work, but we're almost there. We almost yeah, we're working. I'll work on. I'll be, I mean, I've got a piece of paper. I may be working on the lyrics. I'll show. So yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and if we're we'll we'll present what Brian finally came up with at our uh, yeah, perfect at our Vegas event. Okay. Yes, exactly. All right, we're I adding. Hope, Nick, oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, I hope you are wearing. You're going to bring those glasses. Oh, we have the photo of you wearing. Oh yeah, though. Uh, where have I? I've seen that somewhere. Where have I seen that? I saw some picture of that and thought, yeah, oh, it wow. was uh, it was her ANTP photo. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, please yeah. wear those. And we won't give away why. Just wear them. Okay? Okay. Oh, is there a reason? No, just because, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, like, I, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to cast any aspersions <laughs> toward why, why or what glasses they are or if they look good or if they don't. You know, I just want people to judge on their own. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Hey, look who it is joining us. Wait a minute. What's this? Oh, that music must mean that Amy Robinson's joining us. That's right, Red Fraggle and our segment called Read This. Amy, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you, guys. How are Hello. you? What are, what are we wearing? I I missed that particular part. Nothing. You don't have to wear anything. anything. There's nothing special to wear. <laughs> uh, you uh, Both hands, you should have those puppet eye things on uh, for both hands. And uh, that's it. That's all you have to do. You got, cool. you got, you got yeah. one for each hand. You're going to walk in there and go... Hey, I, then there's your two friends for the whole week. I would love that. That'd be amazing. Oh, I have so many, so many Peepers puppets. You, Yeah, like my entire house is taken over with Peepers puppets. Peepers, as far as the Peepers can see. Fantastic. Uh, it's good to have you here. We talk about books with uh, Amy. We do this uh, every Thursday, and uh, today's no different. In fact, I have a clip today. Do you want me to, to play this? How do you want to handle this here? Yeah, well, like, uh, let me, a uh, quick story real quick, talking about sure. Fight Club and the soap. Uh, fun fun fact, I yeah. have a cake of Fight Club soap. Oh, do you Whoa, know? It what? was like a promotional thing from uh, 
from the premiere or something? No, I have a friend who lives down near Fayetteville, Georgia, and she has a farm and she was making goat's milk soap and she scoured the internet looking for a mold for a fight club soap mold, couldn't find one. So I made one for her. Oh, no oh, way. That's cool. You 3D yeah. print it or model it or what did you, nope, did you yep. do? Yep. I, I sculpted it out of, you know, I got one of those, the things you can get like at Michael's or whatever mm-hmm. that's got yep. little, you know, bar soap mold things. So I got one of those, cut it out and then glued on top of it, um, like the Fight Club logo. Nicely um, done. That's wow. Carved out of uh, paper clay. Mm. Yeah. And so she just so, used that as a mold or whatever, and 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 I don't know how that works with soap. How yeah, do you how do you? Yeah, use well, a, I I had to make it into like I so I used that as the positive, and then poured like that rubber mold stuff. You know, it's that pink. It, it, ironically, the mold itself is pink. Mm. Um, but yeah, like that that pink stuff that you know turns into rubber. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. Bill would know exactly. Bill what totally it is, knows the stuff. Yeah. I know it's like it's what they use for teeth mold, tooth molds and stuff too. Yeah, right? yeah. I forgot the yeah. name. I know the name of that and I can't remember it. It's something yeah. some kind of material obviously. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So it was so, really cool and so she's she sent me a a, a bar of the Fight Club so it was sitting in my my front bathroom. Do you, you ever know, use it? Now. Does anyone like soap it up and use it or is it just there for decoration? Yeah, some of the some it's funny because you know now some of the my kids' friends and stuff, they haven't seen the movie or anything, so they don't know. So they're just like using the soap. So it's gotten a little <laughs> schmirt over, but a lot of people come in and they're like, oh, Fight Club soap. Nice. It's so, cool. you know? it's so yeah, iconic. Really easy. Right? Like I could 3D print uh, a mold, and but I don't know what I would do as far as like, I know we have people in the uh, listening audience who do soap making. So it would be, do you just pour, is there a liquid soap that hardens into regular bar soap? So I could just... It's got to be something like that, soaps. right? If, if, if yeah, I, I mean, you can. Yeah. There's, there's all kind of stuff on the internet that shows you yeah. how to make soap and whatnot. Oh, it's true. Like, I could look at a YouTube yeah. instructional video. That's true. I'll That's bet they true. exist in in spades. So, so does. Uh, um, what does it smell like? Does it smell like a man? Like, what do we got here? What's the smell the, of the soap? The goat's milk soap. Um, yeah. So it just, it's actually fairly fragrance free. She doesn't put a lot of of extra flowery stuff in it or anything so it just gets you clean because i think that was a that was a brad pitt era where he didn't shower as often you know i always got the impression that brad pitt (laughs) he just could have used that so yeah maybe not so much now now he looks like he's a fine you know whatever but back in the day i feel like brad pitt maybe skipped a few days sort of stuff yeah well i mean i guess when you're brad pitt you can do what you want yeah you're brad pitt truthfully Mm -hmm. you know if you're brad pitt what do you get to do you get to not wear a shirt a lot uh you get to uh, flip off Bruce Willis behind his back and 12 monkeys. You get to do all sorts of things back then. Yeah. And uh, that's just you what you get. Cheat on Jennifer <laughs> know your doses. all kinds know your of doses. stuff. Know your doses. Yeah, know your yeah. doses. Exactly. Well, uh, all right. Well, very nice. Uh, may your soap ever be uh, never talked about because that's the first rule of Fight Club Soap. Then never talk about it. Oh, wait. We've broken the first rule today. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what have we done? Yeah. All right. I think it's the uh, Vince Gilligan rules on that one. Two, oh. two oh. weeks after. All, right. uh, all you guys need to do is talk about movie. Bruno and then you're just you know, like breaking Oh, the geez. What if Bruno is in Fight Club? <laughs> would, we, would, would anyone know? Would anyone be able to relay that information? Oh, man. That Bruno reference. I don't. Did they know they were going to be so mean when they did the Bruno thing? I don't think they knew. <laughs> I don't think they knew. Uh, well, all right. Let's get to this book. Uh, do you want right. to any setup or should I play it first and then we figure just, out what's going yeah, on? Yeah, just go ahead and play it first and then I'll talk about it after. All right, here we go. Look, 
I am aware that you're here for an epic tale of intrigue and mystery and adventure and near death and actual death. But in order to get to that, unless you want to skip to chapter 13, I'm not your boss, you're going to have to deal with the fact that I, April May, in addition to being one of the most important things that has ever happened to the human race, am also a woman in her 20s who has made some mistakes. I am in the wonderful position of having you by the short hairs. I have the story, and so I get to tell it to you the way I want. That means you get to understand me, not just my story. So don't be surprised if there's some drama. I'm going to attempt to come at this account honestly, but I'll also admit to a significant pro-me bias. If you get anything out of this, ideally it won't be you being more or less on one side or the other, but simply understanding that I am, or at least was, human. And I was very much feeling only human as I dragged my tired ass down 23rd Street at 2.45 a.m. after working a 16-hour day at a startup that, thanks to an aggressively shitty contract I signed, will remain nameless. Oh, interesting. She <laughs> say her name was April May? Yes, her her name is April May. That's she a char- that's the- a character. I'm trying to recognize her voice to see if uh, if I could pull it out, but yeah, it's okay. a it's a character in um. There's a character in Ace the Ace Attorney games called April May, which is oh, is there really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So I thought, okay. well, that's nice. weird. I don't know if she's named after that or not, but maybe who knows? Huh. She's in her twenties, could be. Uh, so yeah. who is this? What is this? This is uh, the first of a series of books by Hank Green. I already did a John Green book back in January, so I figured, all right, time to time to do Hank. Very monochromatic. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, John and Hank Green, they get they get a lot of the the green stuff. Um, but yeah. Uh, so the series is called The Carls. Okay. And the name of this particular book is an absolutely remarkable thing, and. It's really fun. It's so here's my here's my 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 sort of secret obsession. I love young adult books. Mm. Like um I you know, I I love reading John Green and Hank Green. I like all their stuff. I I love it because I think for a similar reason that Scott you like, you know, little kids. I find kids minds to be, I don't know, a lot of times more fun. Than they are more fun. Up. Adults are boring, been, man. We're lame. Been destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of lamos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, so this is like it's it's a it's a coming of age story, but it's also very science fictiony. There's giant robots and you know weird science fictiony stuff happening and puzzles and just all kinds of cool stuff. And it it does a lot of the wonderful things that science fiction good science fiction does which is like make us question the nature of what it is to be human and uh and and also like you know if you get if you get super at one point she really really focuses in on like if you get super hyper focused on you know being efficient or being productive you can often miss like the joyful stuff that's right there in front of you that was often like put there just for you um so yeah it's great it's um it's a really it's a really good book it also addresses uh a lot of the weird parasocial relationships that come with being internet famous oh yeah there's a great quote on here actually it says uh here's it's a quote from the book being annoyed by carefully crafted internet personas was part of my carefully crafted internet persona that's a that's, yep. that's pretty deep, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting because like she she talked. I keep saying she because the protagonist is a is a girl, and uh, you know it's told in the first person. But you know, she talks about how she makes herself a brand. You know, at one point, and it's uh, yeah, she she's she's grossed out even telling you about it, but she's like, "Yep, this is what I had to do," and um, and she starts talking about herself in the third person, like, "Oh, that's something April May would do," or you know, like mm-hmm. because they just started thinking of her as this persona that they crafted, and so it's it's really really interesting, and it's a really quick read. Um, now I say it's a young adult novel, and it is, but there's lots of language and sex and stuff in it so like it's not for younger kids it's you know this is this is for your more mature <laughs> teenager and on up there's plenty of f-bombs right. and things like that um but the the great thing about this book is or this series actually i would recommend it's a two book series mm-hmm. i 100 percent recommend reading both of them all at once um I read the first one as soon as it came out, yeah. and it ends on such a freaking cliffhanger. Oh, I was really? angry. I was like, "What? I have to wait? <laughs> what? You're it, like leaving is, me like that?" Hey, that second book doing? is called "A Beautiful Foolish Endeavor." Is that the second one? Yes, okay. a beautifully foolish endeavor. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's funny. Hank has this weird proclivity for naming things like. A adverb adjective noun. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's um it's great and it, it flows straight into it. The second book is really fascinating because it shifts narrators. The first book is almost entirely narrated by April. The second book is narrated by all the different main characters and and they they did that with the audiobook as well. Like they shifted the actual audiobook narrators like the the actors the voice actors who did it mm-hmm. um the first book is narrated mostly by Kristen C there is uh the last chapter is narrated by Hank Green mm-hmm. um and then they kind of figured out that like Hank is great at a lot of things but not so much like being a voice actor oh. uh, for his own for his own stuff so yeah. the character that he that he voices in the first book is is narrated by somebody else in the second one. Oh, interesting um and the the second one the audiobook contains a bonus conversation between hank green and cory doctorow so oh those yeah, guys are probably super contemporary types i'm sure yeah, yeah. oh yeah and uh you know so it's great and i actually was recently asked this um on tiktok by somebody um if they if i felt like you know consuming books via audiobook really counted as reading and uh i will say two things about that one in deference to people who that's the only way they can actually consume books because like they're impaired you know they like their vision is impaired or you know, they've got some other uh, disability going on where that's the only way they can consume a book. Absolutely, 100% it counts. Mm. Um, but I will say that I enjoy doing both. And this is a this book series is one where you get a completely different experience from reading it yourself and then listening to the audiobook. And it's fun to it's fun to do both. Mm. Um and because it gives you, it does give you a different experience. Um, so, 
yeah, so that's my answer. Um, I, I'm not going to gatekeep reading for anybody who can't like sit down and read a physical book. That's mm-hmm. that's not nice, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, sure. you know, but but yeah, I, I think it definitely does count as reading, but it is a different experience to consume a thing via audiobook. So I agree. Um, I struggle with audiobooks for a whole different reason. Uh, I get really distracted, and I and I miss most of it. So a lot of people have the opposite problem. They'll get distracted mm-hmm. while they read or they get tired while they read. I can read a book from the page or from a Kindle or from a tablet or something. And I'm super locked in. No problem. I can follow it. I don't yeah. get lost. I don't get distracted. But if I have it in my ears and I'm listening to it, yeah. I'm always like, Oh, <laughs> rewind. What did he say? I totally didn't hear that part. Okay. Go back. Wait, where's, where's food? What's food today? Oh, wait, why am I thinking about food? I'm supposed to be listening to this book. Like, I don't know why I just struggle with the audiobook thing. I do and too. So, yeah. I'll, I'll even like, you know, try and do it in the car or something. And, uh, and then I'll be, you know, looking at directions or something and then completely miss a whole chapter. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. really annoying. And it, it's funny because wow. it's almost like those drives, you know, when you drive somewhere and you don't remember driving there because yeah. your brain mm-hmm. was somewhere mm-hmm. else and you know, you drove there and you're kind of on yeah. autopilot, but you didn't think about it at all. So when you got to your destination, you're like, was I even aware that I was driving? You know, you have all these, that feeling. That's how I feel sometimes when I, hear an audiobook. I'm like, did I even hear the last 20 minutes think, of that? I think what I need to do is have they need to make Audible in um in Oculus, like give you give you an Oculus app with Audible and yeah. uh force you not to look at anything else while you're listening to the audiobook. <laughs> like sensory yeah. deprivation aside from the <laughs> the audiobook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. actually so that you might work. Do for that, me. You might as well just read the book. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That, that might yeah, actually see, work. See, my thing is I I really I like I say I enjoy both, but there's there's a couple different kinds of readers and um I am the kind of reader who I read every word and in my brain it, there is a narrator. Mm-hmm. who is reading mm-hmm. every, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I right. almost, I hear it. I assign a voice the, to it and I hear it. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people can like read super fast and they, they skim through the words and then just visualize and, you know, get the concept. I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. I, and so thus I'm a really slow reader. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times if I want to consume a thing relatively quickly, the audiobook is the way to go because it's just going to keep going. Yeah. It goes whether also, you want to or not. I also listen to audiobooks like, when I go to sleep at night and I put a sleep timer on it so that it doesn't like, cause one night, <laughs> one night I actually listened to an entire audiobook while I slept and I woke up and it was like complete cause I forgot to turn the sleep timer on. Yeah. Did your, did your, uh, your subconscious retain any of it when you got up Were you're like, Oh, I remember no. everything that I heard during the eight hours of sleep that this book was on. No, I mean, there were there were little bits and pieces where I would come in and out of consciousness. And then when I re-listened to it back, I was like, Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember, this yeah. remember this part, but like other parts of it were just completely gone. Just like, nope, that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, Speaking um, of which, this is total side note, but I fell asleep Sunday or one, there was some day over the week or some time over the weekend. I kind of had a, like a quick, I don't know, 30 minute nap or something. And I did it while I was listening to some like really heavy duty EDM music. Mm. And that's a weird thing to do because I was still able to kind of fall asleep, but it was to this like fast paced dance music, you know, techno industrial stuff. And it made for some really strange like dreams and stuff that I don't remember now, but at the time 
it was like, whoa, this is a trip. And it was all just because I was listening to EDM. And part of the reason I was is because I was too lazy to like turn it off. Like it was just on. I could have mm-hmm. even done it by voice. Hey, mm-hmm. A word, turn off the music or whatever. I didn't. I couldn't do it. I was just too tired. And so I just Isn't let it play. Isn't a weird thing that like when you're when you're asleep but not fully, it's like your brain doesn't like say you have to pee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you're kind of half asleep and you're like, oh, I have to pee. But you're like resisting. Oh yeah. Getting up because you don't want to wake yourself all the way up. Yeah. yeah. I and pee. so it's like it's it's this it's this really destructive cycle of it's it's completely counterintuitive, right? You're yeah. you're making your sleep worse by not just doing the thing. Here's, you're like. Avoiding, Here's the thing we should normalize. Let's normalize wearing a stadium pal to bed. That's what I want to normalize. I just want to <laughs> just let a Trucker's loose. buddy. Yeah, yeah. A trucker's buddy right there in bed. <laughs> let it rip. I'm all in for that. Uh, well, this sounds like a fascinating read. I'm, uh, oh, I guess I'd never heard of this dude, but I have heard of the YouTube stuff he know, he's done, which is where he got yeah, started. Yeah. And he's like, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of the sciencey of the green brothers, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, uh, he, he does like SciShow on, um, the, the crash course stuff mm-hmm. that, uh, I mean, like my kids teachers have actually used crash course things. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot successful. of really good educational content, but yeah, this, this book is really interesting and fun and, um, it's got a lot of cool social commentary as good sci-fi does and, you know, giant robots. Yeah. Oh, so. well, who, can't beat that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I like giant robots. Uh, I also am looking forward to, to meeting Amy for the first time in, in person in Las Vegas, Nevada, coming up this next week. Are you excited? I know. It feels so weird. I'm like, I'm actually going to meet Scott. And yeah. that's really weird. Like, yeah. and then, <laughs> I, and then It's the, weird that I haven't ever actually met yeah. you in person. And it's going to be like, Brian, I've met you. Yeah. But like, times. yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, We've uh, talked um, so many times and it's been since like i don't know what was that oh six or something a long time ago yeah. probably like yeah i want to say like oh eight or oh nine it was the first time oh. i remember i discovered your podcasts when i was training to do the breast cancer three-day walk because like that was how i got through those walks was listening to podcasts yeah, yeah. and um and it was funny because i actually discovered your podcasts because i was listening to manic mommies oh and Kristen, Kristen yeah I like her. gave you a plug on there and i was like oh okay i'll check this out and then i became addicted to elr and yeah and here you, you are know, and, and, and here you are all this time later uh i haven't talked to Kristen forever but i just love her to death she's one of my favorite people in the whole world yeah yeah, yeah she's, she's so awesome and like she and her husband both do like avid cycling stuff and so yeah they're a little too perfect i like to tease her when i do talk to her a little too perfect there you got your you know perfect uh you know they're middle aged but they don't look it because they're perfectly in shape in every possible way their kids are like perfect children it's like Mm -hmm. Kristen, what are you doing she used to work for marvel how cool is that right exactly Mm -hmm. oh man she likes video games yeah it's just it's uh she's the whole package brian the entire package she really is Yep. Uh, well, people say yeah. that about you, Scott. So, oh, you know, well, they're smoking so, the crack. You know, like, crack I mean, look at you know your kids are freaking awesome. They're pretty great. Mm-hmm. I don't. This so. one in the chat room, this Carter person, I don't know about her. She's pretty, <laughs> uh, she's pretty, pretty screwed up. She's, she's a getting, little questionable. Yeah, yeah, you never know with her. But uh, all right, well, there's your book uh, once again. Just for those who maybe missed the name, a uh, whoops, that's beautifully uh, the, the endeavor one. Let me go back. Uh, you're gonna want to read them both, though. You say so. Start yes, with absolutely about. remarkable thing. And then move straight over into uh, the book called A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor, and you will not be sad. And go either audio or, or read it is our, is our main message today. 
Correct. Uh, Amy, have a fantastic rest of your week, and we'll Ooh, see you very real soon. Real quick, before yeah, you hang up on yeah, me, can I yeah. plug a thing really quickly? Of course. This is like for the, the you know the do-gooder section of um, frog pants. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I have a friend who his name is Phil Collins, but he's like the absolutely opposite of what you would imagine based on that name. Like he he's, can't hear anything. He's deaf. He can't hear anything <laughs> in the air tonight. He's he is like. Not a, you know, small, pasty, white British drummer dude. He is sure. like very large, fluffy black man. Um, but uh, he's one of the most awesome people I know. And he's having a really, really hard time. He had some medical bills and mm. uh, he had like a pulmonary embolism. And so his medical bills have piled up to the point that he is in danger of being evicted. Mm. So. Oh, no. I have uh, a friend of his has put up a GoFundMe for him. And um, so I have posted that to the do gooder discord in, uh, you know, in the frog pants discord. And I'll also put it up in the chat, but it's, I, I created a tiny URL for it. It's tinyurl.com slash Phil Collins med. And um, yeah, I mean, and some of you may actually know him because he's the, the director of board gaming at dragon con. Oh, so, oh. That's if you've deal. ever gone to Dragon Con and checked out a board game there and there was a big fluffy black man helping you, that's mm-hmm. that's Phil. And Des- describe the fluffy part. What is the fluffy part? Is he just real hairy? He's, he's large. Oh. Yeah. He's, he's a large guy. He's oh, okay. kind of like Baymax, you know? Oh, oh, oh all right. I see what <laughs> yes, you mean. Very huggable, very yeah. very sweet. I get it. Yes, yes right. exactly. I was picturing exactly. a lot of hair. I don't know why. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a whole lot of hair. Uh, no, that's great. Uh, and if you haven't joined up over there uh, or are in the Discord at all, if you go to frogpants.com slash Discord, you're in. So just get in and uh, check out the Do-Gooders group and uh, do visit that site. Give if you can. Uh, it's a place where we try to, you know, talk about helping people and doing more good in the world than not. And this is a this is a good cause. I've, I've never met that person, but he sounds awesome. So mm-hmm. that's the point. Go check it out. Uh, very nice. Amy, have a great weekend. And we'll see you in Vegas. Bye. Yeah, see you soon. Vegas, Brian. Yeah. We're all going to Vegas. Oh, it's crazy, Scott. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little, little, I've got the anxiousies a little bit about it. Oh, really? Not because I'm excited to see everybody, but it's been the first one of these since the pandemic started. Yeah. For me. Like, I just haven't gone to any. the Overpants tournament. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been a while. And uh, I don't know. I'm just nervous to see everybody. It'll be in a good way, though. So we'll oh, see everybody sure. there. Yeah. Zoe's already in the States, yeah. right? Zoe, you're in... Uh, She's in Minnesota right now. Minnesota. Yeah. Is your friend coming with Zoe or just you this year? I, I think wonder. it's just her this year. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, Vegas She'll opens its arms. in a minute or so, but uh, a few seconds, but... There you go. Uh, let's do this. Let's do, uh, we have a little bit of time, so we're going to do a couple of new sure. stories before we do our song break. Um, and then we got kind of a... Uh, a, a thing that's a bit of a tradition here on the show over the last couple of sure. years. So we'll do that in a second. But uh, first, let's do some news. Here you go. It's time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville, which will be back at the beginning of May, taking this week and next week off. Next week because I'm in Vegas. This week because I've got a lot of stuff to do before I can go to Vegas. There's a lot of freelance uh, clients that are like, oh, are you going next week? Cool. Here. And they just you know push everything that they've been thinking about doing yep. uh, in front of me. Uh, so, yeah, no Coverville today. Um, we'll see if there's going to be a guest the connection tomorrow. I'll post on Twitter. But uh, right now, it's it's questionable. 
Um, but uh, definitely everything coming back at the beginning of May, first week of May, fourth, uh, or I'm sorry, the fifth and the sixth for uh, those two shows. So nice. There you go. Yeah. May is ready for you. May is ready for me. I'm ready for May, and May is ready for me. That's right. Um, I was talking on the Twitter, or yeah, it was Twitter yesterday, about how I know lots of Aprils. I know a lot of Mays. I know some mm-hmm. Junes. Oh, do you know some Mays? I don't know any Mays or Junes, I don't think. I know a couple of Junes, a couple of Mays, and then there's some favorite, you know, famous Mays and Junes. But I don't know anyone yeah. named July, and so a bunch of people said, well, what about Julia and Julie and this? These are all oh, sure. these are all from that. I, and I'm like, no, I, I get that. Derivations. I totally yeah. get that, but it's still not. I, no one I know is named straight up just July. No, you know? no. I don't even know. Is that Are there people named just straight up July? I don't know. If there yeah. are, I'd love to hear well, from we do, them. We, don't, we do know a September. We do. Yeah, 9 of 12. Which that's right. Yesterday I figured out what that meant finally, and uh, Brian pointed it out. <laughs> Brian goes, "Oh, uh, that nine of twelve September." I'm like, "Oh, really? Okay, duh." <laughs> right. I, I felt like an idiot. Uh, no, but anyway. no, you know, it's not. It's like once you once you realize it's like, oh yeah, of course that totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that I know it, I get it. I just yes. kept thinking, oh, I kept thinking Borg, and that's where my brain went. And that was it. Yes, of course. Well, that's the that's the, the joke. Uh, the but, joke of it. Yeah. yeah exactly. But it never occurred to me. Oh, it's also the ninth month of the, of the twelve months of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, check this out. This is not the best story in the world, but I, but I <laughs> I have to do it. Four men have been arrested for oh, raping a Bengal <laughs> monitor lizard in Western India. Oh. Uh, I want to thank Jeffrey Hart, our listener, for sending this in. It's your fault, Jeffrey. The yeah, thank this. or blame Jeffrey Hart. Yeah, yes, thank blame. Blame blank. Blank blank. No, thang boom. Anyway, four men have been arrested <laughs> after uh, one of the accused phones was discovered to contain a video of them doing this to a Bengal monitor lizard at a Sudrai Tiger Reserve in Maharashtra, India. I know I nailed it. Just. Yeah, go with yeah. it. Yeah, 100%. CCTV footage from the uh, Forest Department showed the four men lurking around the forest and trespassing into the Tiger Reserve, <laughs> which is uh, which was created by the Indian government in 2008 to conserve Bengal tigers. In addition to the video of the men sexually abusing the monitor lizard. I don't know why. You, well, whatever. Officials, <laughs> the officials yeah. found other animals on their phone, including porcupines uh, and deer. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, also really? also some deer. I feel like the porcupine's a danger zone, but uh, yeah. Jeez, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, what do you? I guess it doesn't say. It just says photos of various animals on the men's phones, but yeah, it doesn't say they were say engaged in. What, so this means that that one guy had to suggest this to the other three. Oh yeah, yeah. One guy had to like open up the conversation. So you know, I've been thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know those monitor lizards down at the reserve there. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty hot lizards. They got down there. Uh, hypothetically, do you think modern lizards are hot? <laughs> well, Phil, let's go find out down at the Monitor Lizard Reserve and Resort. Um, it says the lizards, these particular lizards, monitors can grow up to five and a half feet long, weigh almost 16 pounds. They are currently categorized as a reserve species under the Wildlife Protection Act of 1972. Is that just here? Maybe over there. Anyway. Forest guards initially caught uh, one of the accused while the others fled. Uh, the remaining three were later found <laughs> in a nearby village. Yeah, uh, wonder how they caught him. Yeah, <laughs> in the act is my thinking. Jeez. Uh, the four hunters have been identified as Sandeep Turkum, Pawa Mangesh, 
Janatar, Janahar, Jandatar, Kamatar, Car, and Ashley. Yeah, we're doxing them. We're, we're giving out their names here on GMS. That's fine. If we can pronounce them. Yeah, if I, it's not even a good doxing. I can't say these no. names right. Whatever, it's public on Yahoo. Um, the case was taken to the Indian pe- penal, penal court. Sorry, not penal. It's penal. Come on. Yeah. Perfect look, opportunity. Look, when I'm... That penal court. When I, when I just spent the last two minutes trying to pronounce a bunch of Indian names, uh, nothing else looks right now. It's all wrong. Anyway, uh, they have to dis- discuss proper legal action and charges against the four men, according to the Indian pe- Penal Code, sections 377. States that anyone who voluntarily commits intercourse with an animal shall be punished with imprisonment for life or with imprisonment of either, I'm sorry, imprisonment of either description or a term which may extend to 10 years. I don't know what description means. I don't either. Also, they have to do a fine. description for a term which may extend 10 years. Uh, I think think, uh, each of these guys should be put in a cell with four monitor lizards. Yeah, per guy, uh, per guy, per per guy, per, per guy, individual cells. Yeah. Four four uh, cells, four dudes, sixteen monitor lizards, yeah. and uh, all in you know, heat. Just see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> just see what goes down. Have them be angry, rabid, uh, haven't eaten for a few days, kind of lizards. Right. Oh and, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes, exactly. Maybe don't do that. Maybe not. Uh, Jeez, Louise. No kidding. Maybe let lizards live and let them lie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't lie with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Nissan. You know Nissan. They make the cars. Yeah, Tina's got one. Yeah, what does she have? What's her? What's her? Nissan? She uh, she drives a Rogue. Oh, I like those. Uh, so those are good. It's, it's able to dual wield. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, uh, a really nice automobile. <laughs> does it spend a lot of time face down in the dirt while the rest of the boss fight happens? <laughs> if it takes after me, it does. <laughs> uh, well, people love backstab, the backstab, backstab. <laughs> people people like the new smell of of cars, right? That new car smell. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. And Nissan actually creates its own, and they have now gone on record as to how they do that. Uh, so here's what they do. Uh, for most cars, SUVs, that sort of stuff, it's a mixture of plastic, stain-resistant fabrics, and maybe some actual leather, that sort of stuff, that combo that you smell. Um, here's what's going on here. Uh, I'm skipping ahead. This is a bunch of stuff. Okay, here we go. Uh, materials engineer at Nissan... Uh, her name is Tori Carey, Kiri, not sure how you say her last name, at the uh, uh, see at the Technical Center for Nissan in Farmington Hills, Michigan. She oversees a team of odor experts who carefully analyze smells from everything that goes inside the vehicles, like the Nissan Pathfinder SUV, the Frontier pickup, and so on. I think your your wife's car probably in this category as well. Probably, yep. Uh, this person met their met this lady at the New York Auto Show, and. Uh, she was originally hired as a plastics um, uh, materials engineer, uh, but partly because plastics make up the majority of material inside a, a non-luxury vehicle, she was soon given the overall responsibility for the way that those cars smell inside. She's literally in charge of how your car smells when you buy it. That's great. Every time we launch a new vehicle, we have to test the odor in it. <laughs> She doesn't mean a model. I want to visualize her in a like white lab coat and uh, <laughs> oh, there she is. There, Avi Tech John found a picture of her. Oh, she's not sitting there. I want to picture her in a chemistry lab. Yeah, white lab coat, protective glasses on. Yeah, uh, that's what I want. Yep. I don't exactly. feel like that's what. Sadly, that's not how this works. I think probably what happens is, is in the end, someone just goes, goes, okay, it's good, and they send it on its way. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says. We put them in the vehicle. We sit in the vehicle, make sure that as we're sitting in the driver's seat and as you're sitting in the back seat, you're smelling that good new car smell. 
Mm. Nice. So if you guys just thought it was an accident, I don't think so. Nope. I think they're going no. for it. It's been it's a crafted. It's a it's not just oh this is what uh, fabric you know right out, right out of the factory or the plastic dashboard or whatever right out of the factory smells like. Nope, it's uh it's a scent. Kim got me a bottle of fresh laundry scented cologne. <laughs> so you smell like fresh laundry? Yeah, yeah. And it it nice. does. It smells just like that. Like if you if you got a new towel out of the dryer and you just huffed it in, it reminds you of that. <laughs> and uh, all right, ready ready to leave for our date. Hold on, honey. I'm just putting on some bounce. <laughs> ah, yes. I forget the. I think the name of it. I don't know what the brand is, but it's straight up just new laundry smell is the thing on the bottle. It's <laughs> awesome. Or fresh laundry, and I'm gonna bring that thing yeah. to Vegas, and I'm gonna put a little on one day. <laughs> So if I hug any of you, you'll know. Yes, perfect. I'm your fresh laundry. What smells like snuggle? (laughs) It really does. It's weird. I have to admit, it's a little weird. It makes me feel a little, a little weird because my laundry is also fresh. Like I'm wearing clothes that are clean. Sure, sure. That should give off the smell, but I guess this maybe lasts longer. It does. A little more strong. Yeah, and you know it's legit. So anyway, if anyone's wondering why, strong enough for a man, but made for your laundry. And for all I know, it's in this like baby blue bottle. I, for all I know, I'm use, using some women's product. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, yes. she doesn't say, but uh, she likes it, so whatever. I'll wear it. Uh, final story for today. Okay. This is a psycho. Uh, lawyers for a man who ate his own eyeball argue who's too mentally ill for execution. I think I might agree if you ate your own eyeball. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good way to prove it right there. Yeah, they got a... Uh, so this is a Texas death row inmate, which, you know, usually that means you're done. There's no vacating that thing. Texas doesn't let people out when they're on sure. death row. Sure, sure. Uh, but lawyers representing a Texas death row inmate who killed his estranged wife and her two children. Pretty heinous crime, including her 11-month-old daughter. That's awful. Ugh. Uh, in 2004, uh, they are arguing this week that their mentally ill client uh, sh- could be allowed to uh, continue appealing his death sentence uh, In according to the, uh, these lawyers. That's what they want. The oral arguments on behalf of Andre Thomas, age 35, were held Tuesday in Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals in New Orleans. Thomas's attorneys have uh, for years argued that Thomas is too mentally ill to be put to death. This was bolstered. Uh, by the by, this is what happened. The fact that Andre Thomas plucked out one of his eyes five days after his arrest and ate it. Good. Yeah. Just pop one out. Ugh. Ate it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What's the body part you would least want to eat of your own? I think eye is up oh. there. It's right up there. Uh, well, I mean, that would be the butthole, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you took good care of it, you know. I mean, if we... Oh, I take very good care of it, but, uh, <laughs> but it still would be... You would t- So you'd take an eye over that? I think I'd take an eye over that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, there are all. It is a list that that only starts at the very bottom. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's not a. That's not. <laughs> that's not a clever pun. That's. <laughs> yeah. He also, I guess, he was almost oh, the only 21 at the time. He t- stabbed himself a bunch of times. Yeah. Thought he was going to. Uh, I mean, you know, really, all the all the lawyer has to do is just, and I'll I'll describe this for the people who are listening to the podcast. Just stand next to the uh, defendant and hold his palm straight out and just look yeah. at the judge. Just say, look That's at the judge and say, do. really, yes. you're gonna you're gonna put this mentally ill patient to death? And yes, exactly. They probably still are because again, Texas doesn't let this stuff go. So no, good Ugh. luck. Ugh. All right, that's it for today's right. news. Well, we're no, gonna, I don't have to eat lunch. Thank yeah, you yeah. No, look, our diet is working. 
let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we're going to do something a little special. If you're here live, you're going to hear the whole thing. If you're listening to the podcast, you're going to go, oh, they paused it and then you're came back hear, later. You're going to hear me introduce the final song. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to hear us end the show, kind of. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's just where we're at. Hey, Brian, why don't we play a song, though, for the fine folks at home? Yes, sir. Let's go to Louisville, Kentucky. And this is uh, a follow-up album for a band called Native Sons. Now, those of you complaining, oh, Brian doesn't play enough hard, heavy metal on this show. And I don't know why you'd say it in that accent, but you did, and you should feel bad about that. But uh, you've you've uh, you've been complaining that I don't play enough heavy metal. Well, you're about to be rewarded with this. This is a band called Native Sons. They have a brand new album coming out called Shadowhead, and uh, this is the first single. It's called Drama. Here are Native Sons. Talk about drink and trade. 
and coffee. Yes, those three words. Let me put them together for you. All right. Let's get excited about this. What coffee did you most recently drink that you were like, man, that was fantastic. Has it been a while? Do you feel like it's been too long? Good news. Trade Coffee's here to help you. All right. They have an amazing experience on their website. And uh, you take this little simple quiz. And then when you're done, it lines you up with the coffee that's just right for you. And people get pretty picky about their coffee, has been my experience. So I think trade is awesome. And they can do all sorts of things for you. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are all independent businesses from big cities to small towns. And trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters. It's really important to them. This often brings them the largest source of new growth for these roasters, which I think is a big deal, too. We want to support these companies. Expert tasted coffees. Mm. The trade coffee team actually tastes and tests thousands of cups. All right. They keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. That's a lot. There's no one perfect coffee for everybody, but maybe there is with trade coffee. Anyway, their their human powered algorithm will find it. I like I like that a lot. Trade's first match guarantee will give you this. They're so confident they'll match you for the first time and the right time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback. An actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. They will solve the mystery. Who else is going to do that for you? I don't know who. Anyway. They're amazing. We think Trade is awesome, and I think they can do all kinds of amazing stuff for you. If you're a coffee drinker, Trade Coffee's right for you. So, right now, Trade Coffee's offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping, when you go to drinktrade.com slash TMS. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. When, you, when else are you going to get that in your life? Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash TMS, and let Trade find you a coffee that you love. That's drinktrade.com slash TMS for $30 off. I don't know why my legs are going numb. My legs are going numb. I think my whole body's gone numb because I'm a numb numb. Everybody steals a cookie. The morning stream. Hit the road, Buster. This is where you get off. And we've returned. Please remind me who that was. Yes, that was Native Sons from their upcoming album, Shadowhead, and their first single from the album called Drama. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Go check it out, you guys. Yeah. It's very nice. nice. Okay, so here's the deal. Um... Like I said, people at home, things are about to pause. People on YouTube, things are about to pause. Okay? Gave you fair warning. Here comes that pause. And we're back. We we did a whole thing for like 20 minutes that no one saw. More than that even. More like 30 minutes. And you guys at home are like, what? What happened to all that amazing content? Well, you just happened to listen to to, uh, America's Next Top Podcaster Season 4 to find out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's a great way to listen to to hear everything that you just missed. That's right. It was so much too. You guys missed out on all the stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you all for understanding how this works. 
and especially the chat room for participating with us today. Going to stop things or end things today with a quick email. Uh, this is from, uh, where is it? Here. Here it is. Uh, oh, here we go. Pog T is his name. Also goes Pog by Pog T. Okay. Also goes by Cormac. Says hello, Brian and Scott. I just finished an email <laughs> recommending Meow Wolf's Meow Wolf's Omega Mart. Right as I was done, I heard y'all chatting about it. So there's another reason to go. If anyone goes there drunk, it might be a bit of a performance. Anyway, hope you all have a good time in Vegas, <laughs> and I'll spend my birthday wishing I was there. Sending love and support. Uh, not the only one, by the way, recommending that place since we talked that about it. That place is amazing, and I know you're going. I know you're I think we are. Uh, it sort of depends because it's – is it Thursday? Nope, it's uh, Tuesday. Oh, well, then we're totally going. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally going. Because Thursday so, i got to uh, be back at a certain time, but I, I'm pretty sure uh, even then it was going to be okay. But if it's Tuesday, that's perfect. I'm all good. Yeah. Um, one other, yeah, I'll be going to area 15 with all of you guys. I just won't be doing Omega Mart again. I did it before and, and believe me, it, it does withstand multiple visits, but, uh, uh, I'm going to go, you know, check out some of the other stuff in area 15 that I wanted to see. Um, last time I was there, yeah, you should totally do that. I agree. Uh, one final one here. Uh, hold on. Here we go. Divide Colorado donkey mare is the title here. Oh, okay. I thought uh, that was the their email address or something. No, I wish. Um, <laughs> Divide but, Colorado Donkey Mare. Okay. So All there's right. a so there's a city, a little town in your state called Divide. Okay. Yes. Probably close to the Continental Divide would be my guess. Yeah. And you've got uh, a new mayor of that town and it's a Oh mayor. Okay. I was thinking mayors and M A. Oh yeah, no, like mayor. It's one of those things like we talked about how we say certain words, mayor or mayor. <laughs> yeah. This is mayor or like in charge of local government. Uh, his name is yes. Clyde. He's a donkey. <laughs> of course. Here's what happened. Polls closed and the votes are in, according to this article sent to me uh, by Dustin. Thank you for this, Dustin. Clyde the Mammoth Donkey is the new mayor of Divide, Colorado. Newly elected uh, Mayor Clyde won by 1,700 votes over his uh, new vice mayor, Sinny and Mesa, who tied for second place. I guess those are also donkeys. I guess so. Wow. It's just a... Uh... <laughs> this is a, so the whole thing was it's a race for mayor designed to raise uh at this point a record-breaking forty one thousand forty dollars for the teller county regional animal shelter nice. and uh oh the other two are dogs sorry the dogs are oh, runners gotcha. up. okay uh, boy they they uh you know i don't know how many people live in uh in divide but i'm sure it took a long time to burrow through those uh, votes yeah, to get no, to no, pick the winner you're no kidding right it seems like a lot yeah. um well anyway thank you for that dustin that's a very fun little email we've had uh there've been other cities or towns in colorado that um uh that had mayors that were animals i think there was a cat mayor of one one of our local towns oh the cats are the Here worst did it They're enact, the worst mayors. Cats make the worst mayors. Did it enact a bunch of legislation no one could stand and just... Right, um, exactly, yes. Scratch right. posts at every corner, some kind of Crested, bullshit. Crested Butte looks like we had a cat mayor for a while. Yeah. Oh, man. Big big uh, trays people can poop in wherever they go. <laughs> That's right. They're the worst. Everybody, clean yourself from uh, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Yep. Recreational catnip, all those all those measures. Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah got approved, yep. Well, there you go. Uh, send those emails. Keep them coming. Themorningstream at gmail.com. We'd love to get more of them. Uh, like we say, we got a PM edition of the show tomorrow for patrons, and then we are gone next week until the following PM. 
Mm-hmm. And that PM edition will be kind of a catch up on how things went in Vegas. Also, well, I'm that told, PM edition I think is supposed to be a play date, isn't it? Oh, you're right. We are doing a play date. That'll be public. Yeah. That'll be everybody. Um, also, Monkey Bananas. Be Monkey yeah. Bananas tells me he's he's it's looking real good for a live stream of uh, what we do on Wednesday. Yeah, so. he's he's um, he's bringing his whole gear. Did you hear that? Did you hear me swallow that coffee? I did. It was not. It was sexy. Yeah. It almost sounded like September's uh, Discord microphone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> uh, it uh, yeah, he's going to be live streaming a lot of the stuff going on. We can't get him onto the uh, the high roller, but uh, everything else looks like it's going to be oh, looks good. like it's going to work out well. I'm yeah. with him. I'll do. I'll stay down off that and yes. uh, do commentary with him at the bottom of the high roller. Totally, totally fine. Uh, yes. He's so that's great because that means a live stream, but also that probably means some recording will get done there as well. So. Um, uh, watch for all that. I got to figure out some of the stuff. I got to figure out how I'm going to do any of it from the hotel if we do it at all. If not, it'll all lump in there at the end of the week. But either way, you'll yeah. know where we're at. Lots of photos. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. You'll see what's going on. Okay. For sure. Yep. The debauchery will be on full display <laughs> for everyone to see. When Brian gets naked and runs through the Cosmopolitan, you'll know it. You'll be the first naked. to see it. I don't know about naked, but uh, I have been asked, people have asked to bring that. Uh, Brokini that that uh, oh my lord Barry and Bobby Ann made for me. I don't I don't know. Brian, Listen. you'll have to be really drunk if you're going to wear that. Oh, you! I'll have to be comatose <laughs> if I'm going to wear that. You'd have to be unaware that he's wearing it to, to wear be it. Completely passed out drunk <laughs> if if, if yeah, I'm going to wear the. Brokini. You would not. I could not be paid enough to show up yeah. wearing something like that. No, even wearing it over a pair of bicycle shorts is still. It's still like, uh, uh, you know, wrapping a tinfoil around a potato. It's yeah. like you can still see everything that's going on. Yeah. We don't want that. I don't <laughs> want to see it. No, sir, I maybe don't. Maybe that's a little graphic. I don't know. <laughs> a potato. Maybe that's a little, uh, maybe Brian's a little braggy. I didn't want to say potato. a hot dog because I felt like that was too on the nose. Yeah, you should have said, uh, uh, that, no, that'd be like a, a Vienna sausage is what you would be on the nose. Uh, <laughs> see, a cocktail I'm, weenie. Yeah, as I'm making fun of a small wiener I've never seen. I have no idea. Exactly. exactly. I, I hope I never see Brian's wiener. Yeah, I'm you'll honest. never see it. I, I don't have any plans for uh, that to change. Yeah, Scott. none of this is going to happen. None of you are going to see mine either. But we're going to have a great time, and we'll document it all. So watch <laughs> for that next week, uh, starting on uh, Monday night when we're all there. Okay. Uh, that's it for the show. Patreon.com slash TMS. If you uh, love this nonsense like, like we do, you're going to want to throw a couple of bucks our way. Do it over there at Patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, for all other things you might be in need of, frogpants.com slash TMS will get you there. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Let's play that all final right. song we've been holding on to. What do you got over there? Yeah. Hey, Ryan from Michigan wrote in and said, hey, it's my birthday and I love this cover. Ryan from Michigan is a man of few words. I'll say that right there. That's yeah. all. That's yeah. all uh, he said. Uh, he wanted to hear this, and I'm so glad he recommended this because I had no idea this existed, and it's a whole album full of great covers. The band Local H uh, released this last year during lockdown, and it's called the Local H, Local H's Awesome Quarantine Mixtape Number 3. Wow. Which means I guess there might be two other albums I need to locate. Hmm. Uh, this is Local H and a bunch of covers. Uh, the one we're pulling out for uh, Ryan from Michigan is Looking Glass and the song Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Oh, I like that song. All right, here it is. We'll see you all soon, including tomorrow for many of you. Film Sack this weekend. Plenty of content before we leave. So check that all out. We'll see you then. Hey!
western bay And it serves a hundred ships a day Lonely sailors pass the time away And talk about their homes And there's a girl in this harbor town And she works laying whiskey down They say brandy, we'll fetch another round She serves them whiskey and wine The sailors say brandy You're a fine girl What a good wife you would be Yeah, your eyes can steal a sailor From the sea Brandy Where's a braided chain Made of finest silver From the north of Spain A locket That bears the name Of the man that Brandy loved He came On a summer's day Bringing gifts From far away But he made it clear He could not stay No harbor was his home The sailors said Brandy You're a fine girl What a good wife You would be of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Phony mumbo jumbo. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.